Again, it says it here in Romans 4, 3, 4 and 3. What does the scripture say? Abraham, he did what? He believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. Now, this scripture is referring to the scripture that it takes place in Genesis 15. And you can write this down. Genesis 15 and 6. And in Genesis 15 and 6, it says, And he believed in the Lord, and he accounted to him for righteousness. So what we are reading in Romans 4, 3 is a reference to the Old Testament scripture that's found in Genesis 15 and 6. Now, if you were in church on Sunday, you would know that as we were talking about the beauty of giving and what happens when you begin to give to the Lord, that when you give something to him, he shares something with you. Amen? Y'all remember that? You give something to him, he shares something with you. And then I went and gave you an example of uh, one of the things that when you give something to him, he gives something back to you. But the last example was this one that was with Abraham. And Abraham was um, bringing a tithe to the priest Melchizedek. And Melchizedek received the tithe and said, thank you. And, and Melchizedek wanted to give something back to Abraham. And Abraham said, no, I can't eat off of that. That's the tithe that's holy unto the Lord. I'm paraphrasing. I can't touch that. I can't have it be said that you blessed me, you prospered me because uh, I, I, this, what God is going to do in my life is because of what he's getting ready to do. That happens in the 14th chapter. Y'all remember? Then in the 15th chapter, God says to him, God pours something out to him because Abraham first gave something to God. So now God looks at Abraham's, uh, um, um, uh, uh, his, 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 his actions. Thank you, Lord. God looks at Abraham's actions. And now in the 15th chapter, God is responding to Abraham's actions by pouring something out to him. And it says there in the 15th chapter that God brought Abraham in and said, Abraham, because you did this, because you brought the tithe in, because you wouldn't eat off of the tithe, now I'm getting ready to talk to you about your legacy. I'm going to talk to you about your inheritance. I want you to look up to the look up to the sky. Count the number of stars. You can't count them. It's innumerable. And it's going to be the same way that it is going to be the seed that comes out of you of how much I'm going to bless you because of what you just did for me. And the Bible says after God talked to Abraham about what God was going to do for Abraham because of what Abraham gave to God, the Bible says that Abraham's response to God was simply this. God, I believe what you said. And the Bible says in the sixth verse, Genesis 15 and 6, and he believed in the Lord and God accounted it to him for righteousness. So God said, Abraham, I see your belief in me. And because I see how strong you believe what I say, I'm going to count it towards you as righteousness. Now, the word righteousness means the right way of doing things. It means hitting the mark. So what does this mean for us as we get ready to go into prayer? It means this, that if you want God to look at you and say, that's a person that's hitting the mark. 
That's a person that's hitting everything I want them to do. They're hitting the mark. They're hitting a uh, uh, faith. They're hitting the mark. God says that of you because he sees one thing from you. And that is, is that after he has spoken to you his promise or his word, your response to his promise is, God, I believe you. Are you here this morning? So when we go into prayer, we're going into prayer saying, God, I believe your word. God, I believe what you have promised me. God, I believe what you have said. Are y'all here today? So in Romans 4 and 3, which is where we get our scripture from today and our prayer focus, which is, good Lord, help me calm down, which is righteous faith. I mean, it's too early to be screaming and hollering. I'm just excited. Uh, which is righteous faith. God, how, how is our faith righteous? Is there something about us that makes us so righteous? The answer is no. But there's a way that we can respond to God in faith that God looks at us and counts our response to him as righteous. Do, do you see what I'm saying? So when you go to God in prayer, there's a way you go to God in prayer, in faith, that God says concerning you, now that's your righteous daughter. Now, that's a righteous son. Because when you go to him in prayer, you're going to him in faith because you are believing what he said to you. Are you here today? It, it's easy to believe what God has said once God does it. Are you here? That, that's not belief. That's, that's just an, 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 an observation and a notification of what has been accomplished. That is not difficult for anybody to do. To look at what somebody has done and then to say they did it. That's an easy thing to do. But we are people of faith. Our walk requires faith. Our walk requires a response to God before we see God do it. Because we are able to thank him before we see him do it because we know his word says it's already done and we believe it to be so even before we see it. This is what's accounted to you as righteousness. Not that you're perfect, not that you got it all together, but you have the ability to believe what God says. And literally the translation of what that is saying in Romans 4, 3, that, that the believing or the faith, it's saying this. I trust God to fulfill what he promised me. Are you here? There's. There's no work that we have to do. Our only responsibility is to trust that if God said it, we can believe he will do it. And when we go into prayer, we don't go into prayer with a list of, uh, 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 of, of, of what we think he can't do. We don't go into prayer with a list of complaints. We go into prayer with his word. God, what did you say to me? 
Are, are you here today? It, it's not something that he spoke to you audibly when you were in prayer and no one else can hear it. That's great, but there is written word that he's left for you and everybody else. And when you come across it, that's yours. That's what he spoke to you. That's what you can hold on to. That's what you can grab, and that's what you have the responsibility to believe. It is not your responsibility to convince somebody else to believe what you're believing in order for God to do it. God doesn't need two of y'all believing the same thing in order for him to do it. He doesn't need three of y'all believing the same thing in order for him to do it. He just needs one person who can believe what he said and he'll do what he said. Abraham was one person that said, God, if you said it, I believe it. If you promise it to me, then I'm going to hold on to it. And no matter how long it takes, no matter what direction it takes me, I'm not going to let go of what you're saying because you are still fulfilling your word. Are you here? I, I grew up loving food. <laughs> uh, if y'all know, y'all know. I, I enjoy food. And, and, and because of my passion for food, one of the things, uh, one of the jobs that I had growing up, uh, once I got older and got married and had responsibilities, I was a sous chef at a restaurant. Now, I'm telling you, it was the most challenging and the most enjoyable time for me that I can remember. I love the rush of the crowd that comes in. I love the feeling that it was five or six cooks in the kitchen and it was us against the world. I love the fact of people hollering, we need this, this gotta happen. I love all of that, I love that. But as a sous chef, we had a responsibility. Sous chef basically means you had a responsibility for one of the things on the line. So the kitchen that I worked in, God, this is good. The kitchen that I worked in had a fry station. So if there were anything that needed to be fried, whether it was French fries or chicken sandwiches or onion rings or uh, mozzarella sticks, I'm starting to get hungry. Anything that needed to be fried was done at the fry station. And uh, there was another station that was the saute station. So you would saute up the noodles and whatever pasta things that were going on there. Then there was another station that dealt with grilling. So whatever had to be grilled, from hamburgers to steaks to chicken had to be grilled. It had to be grilled at that station. And then there were a few more stations. But there was a responsibility of one person, whoo, I love this, who was the main chef. His responsibility was to call out the order. And his responsibility, he would say, uh, I need two orders of fries, I need a, a hamburger, I need a pasta, uh, a, a, a pasta, pasta meal. And he would call these things out. Now, because each of these things are different food items, they would get done at different moments. It was his responsibility to help make sure that as he called it out, that he would call out the fry stuff last. Are you still with me? Because there's a rhythm to the kitchen. He'd call out the fry stuff last because that's the stuff that gets done the quickest. He would call out the stuff on the grill first 
because that's the thing that takes the longest. And then he would call out the pasta stuff in the middle because that was the in-between. And it was the job of the main chef to know what was going on, if this person over here was getting backed up with all the fry stuff, to be able to know the rhythm and the flow of the kitchen. As he called stuff out, there would be things that would come in, like the pasta dish would come. The pasta dish would come to, to, to the main chef, and the chef would put the pasta dish on the warming tray to be picked up. Sometimes you would have uh, waiters that were uh, uh, excited and wanted to hurry to get stuff done, and they would come and grab the pasta dish and get ready to take off. And the chef would say to that waiter, no, you have to wait because the order is isn't filled yet. In other words, we got a piece of the order, but in order for you to take it out, we got to have all of the order. Are y'all still with me? And once the, the fry stuff came, and once the steak and the chicken came, he would put it all up, he would ding a bell and say, food is fulfilled and it's ready for service. Are you still with me? That waiter, while he was waiting, didn't give up on the order because a piece of it was done, but the rest of it wasn't. The, the, the waiter didn't give up on what his responsibility was. His responsibility, his or her responsibility was to wait because it takes time to fulfill an order. Are y'all here today? And it's the same way with God, with the things that he has promised us and the things that you grab and say, God, that's your promise. That's your word to me. I'm holding on to that. You have to learn how to hold on. Holding on to his word also encompasses waiting for it to be fulfilled. And your job is to patiently wait. Because it does you no good to grab a piece of the order and it ain't fulfilled. Are you here? Our job is to wait on the Lord. Lord, I, I, I believe in you for this. I'm believing you to open this door. I'm believing you to turn this thing around. I've done all that you told me to do. Now I'm going to patiently wait because I believe that you can fulfill your promise. And that's what prayer helps you to do. It helps you to stay in a place of waiting. That you don't get in your flesh and get too excited and move out of this place of waiting and move into a place of being ahead of time or move into a place of quitting because it hasn't happened as fast as you want it to. You have to learn how to wait because God is working on your order. God is working on what he promised. God is working on what he said. Are y'all in here today? So this is what we take into prayer. God, we take your word into prayer and we pray out your word and we believe that you're going to do what you said you're going to do. We believe that you're going to fulfill it. And the Bible says that when God sees you responding and behaving in such a manner, he then counts it to you as righteousness. That's my daughter. She's doing it the right way. That's my son son he's doing it the right way and the place where you get disciplined to pray that out and to make sure things are done in the right way is in your place of prayer God you're not deaf God you haven't lost your ability we sometimes think and then I'm going to stop because we need to pray we sometimes think 
that if God did this for this person, that, that he now can't do that for us because God only had so much of that power to do that thing one time. But I want you to know that God is not limited by the amount of times that he provides a miracle for other people and or for you. He's not limited by how much he's done it for you. God is not limited by anything. God still has enough left to do for you what he said he would do. Well, pastor, you don't know. It's been over a year. Yes, I do know because I'm waiting on God to do something for me that we've been waiting for for years. But I continue to wait prayerfully. I continue to wait expectantly in a place of prayer because I know that is the place that when I go before God, I can lay before God my angst. I can lay before God my anxiety. I can lay before God my stress. I can lay before God my anger. I can lay before God my displeasure. I can lay before God me not understanding. I can lay before God all of my emotions. And God, like a great father, will take it and receive it. And while I'm crying in his lap, he'll just continue to stroke my head and let me know I know you're crying and I know you're going through something and I know you don't understand why it's taking so long but I'm your father and I know what I'm doing so until it happens I'll continue to love you I'll continue to embrace you I'll continue to hold you and this is where it happens that happens in prayer that's why we pray first when something goes down we pray first when things are going in our life we pray first because we need God, we need God to keep us in a place of emotional health, of spiritual health, that we don't allow our emotions to get us out of the place of what God is preparing for us. You don't even know. You're closer to your order being fulfilled today than you were yesterday. You're closer to that thing being completed now than you were a year ago. Your only job is not to complain why it's taking so long. Your job is to say, God, I thank you because I still believe. Whoo, do we have any people in here today that still believe? Amen. Oh, I may have messed up. I may have done the wrong thing. It may have went the wrong way. But God, I believe what your word is saying. So as we go into this time of prayer, I want to admonish you and challenge you and, and ask of you, what word are you taking with you in the prayer? What what, what piece of God's scripture are you taking with you into prayer that you're going to begin to pray out and say, God, I still believe? It may have been something that God promised you a long time ago and it's been so long that you ain't even talked to him about it because it hurts to even bring it up. But I'm telling you, dust off what he said because his word is not old. Just your belief concerning him is what got dusty. Are you here? Dust off your belief and get your belief back to a place of God. You're going to do what you said. And I believe you because you have the ability to fulfill what you promise. Amen. Amen. So take that word with you into prayer. And that's what you pray up. You say, God, it's me. It's been a long time since I, I talked to you about this one. But you, you promised me that you would do this. And. And God, I may have fell off and I may not have done all I need to do. And I repent for where I have fallen short. 
But God, I'm back. I'm back in a place of belief. I'm back in a place of believing you. God, help me to believe as I wait because you're doing it. Part of the order is already fulfilled. I just got to wait for the rest of it. Are y'all here today? Come on, talk back to me. Are you here? If you look around, God has already started to do part of what it was that you asked him to do. You just haven't seen all of it got done yet. And if he's done part of it, trust me, he can do the rest of it. God doesn't start working on something like, oops, I ran out of power. I'm sorry, can't do the rest. If he allows you to see what he has done, it's meant to encourage you about the rest that may take a little bit longer than what you thought. God knows what he's doing. He knows why he's doing it the way he's doing. All things with God work together and perfectly. Let's go to him in prayer. Let's take these next 15 to 20 minutes and go before God in prayer. Amen? Amen. I want you to give your attention to the screen and watch uh, this, this, this quick video that puts our heart in place of getting ready to pray. And as soon as this video is over, the music will be right there and you just begin to pray because we're going to believe him again. Amen, somebody. There's some things I need God to do for this church that I'm, that I'm asking God to, to help me believe him again on this level. And instead, because you know, can, can I say this real quick? Y'all didn't say nothing, can I? Okay, can I say this real quick? Sometimes you believe God for this and you, and you, you start to see all of the hindrances as to why this may not happen. So instead of continuing to believe him for this, you reduce what you're believing. You adjust what you're believing to be a little bit lower because you think bringing it lower will help God get that thing accomplished. Let me help you today. Raise your expectations back up to what he said, back up to where he promised. Don't lower it because of what people said or because of what people have not done. God is not finished and he's going to do it. Sometimes he allows people to tell you what they can't do. So when he does it, you'll know it was nobody but G daddy, but God that did it in the first place. Amen. 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 Bring your attention to the screen. And then right after this, we're going to go right into prayer.